0: We kick off our number three of the program, 865-546-8200. If you want to weigh in on the Big Orange Philly phone lines, check out Big Orange Phillies in halls, lunch, dinner. Watch the Vols play. They got you covered right there on Maynardville Pike. Up first this hour, we have Matthew on the horn. What's up, Matthew? You're on three and out.
1: Hey, guys. Happy Friday. How are you feeling?
2: Happy Friday, Matthew. Feeling uh, hopeful.
1: Yeah, it's okay. I, you know, I'll take my crow. We're not playing very well, so I get it. <laughs> <laughs> it, is what it is. But I don't know, guys. I mean, all you, all you can do is, as you said, just snap and repeat. Just shake it off and try to get on to the next one. But I did want to ask a question that we talked about over the weekend on or this week after we lost. But, you know, Nate, with how historically – I don't like using this word, but awful, we've been at evaluating the portal. We were talking about guys like Josiah and Olivier and maybe even Santi having that additional year. With how poor we've done in the portal as bringing in talent, would you almost want to consider recruiting a couple of those guys back or just roll the dice again in the portal? And That's all I have today. I just want to listen to you all talk about that. Thanks, guys, and go Vols.
0: So he's asking about personnel moving forward.
2: Are we bad at the portal? I don't want to try not to be too negative. Do we get the right guys in the portal, but they don't blossom as they should? Do we force a regression?
0: I mean,. It's hard to say because I feel like uh, guys we bring in as, as freshmen have I mean have some of the same issues, which would mean maybe – it's hard to tell, I would say. It's hard to tell. Because you bring in like a Drew Pember, right? Mm-hmm. And he's, he comes in as a freshman and doesn't work out. And he's balling out at a smaller school. But yet you really have no idea if he – like if he had a different circumstance at an SEC school – like, obviously, I don't think he would be a major contributor. Could he be a significant contributor somewhere else in a different system? Maybe. Sure. But it's really just impossible to know. So that's happening with some freshmen. Um, but that, so when that happens with transfer guys, I don't know that it's necessarily the portal. Mm hmm. Maybe it's just, I mean, just across the board. Like, but at the same time, though, you look at this team and is, I mean, there's still a top i mean even if they're even at their worst they're still a top what twenty five basketball team
2: i mean maybe not their worst
0: but at at a at a at, a, at the way they've been the second half would of you season, say they're a top
2: oh okay yeah i was gonna say would you say they're a top twenty five team the last not last ten games? Seven games yeah
0: i don't know i mean beat alabama like i i, I, uh, I know. you know i, I just don't it, they're so hard to figure out. But I mean, what? Okay, so so let's go to the actual question. Do you want to see Josiah Jordan James come back, or would you rather have a different player, whether it's a freshman or a transfer guy? I mean, I guess I guess what he's saying is our freshman are kind of already locked in. Like, so you'd add, add a portal guy.
2: I think I I wanted to, like, if he wants to come back, I would want him back for. Hopefully, one final healthy year where he can just play basketball instead of being sidelined with injuries and and all that. And I don't know. If you didn't know he was a five-star, what what would you think about Josiah Jordan-James as a player? Good role player. Good role player. But I think he's a guy who can help your team.
0: You need two legit five-stars on this team, and you can win a national championship.
2: Is that true of like everybody?
0: Maybe even one. Uh, no, I don't think it's true with everybody. Give South Carolina Brandon Miller. They're not doing anything.
2: Well, they got uh, what's his name, Mechie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like yeah. yeah.
3: Could all the all the seniors come back, right? Because they get the COVID year.
0: I think so, unless they're already used it.
2: No, Billy texted me this the other day.
0: Well, Billy was initially wrong, but then he figured it out. So, okay. What did he Well, say?
2: he he asked me, could Euros, Cumwa, Triple J, and Vescovy all come back? The answer is yes. That's what I thought. Yeah,
3: I'm pretty sure Barnes is gonna get Plovich out of there. Maybe
4: Key can't come back.
3: (laughs) What you got coming
4: in? Was this already his super senior year? Could be. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I want any of those guys back, though. To be honest, I feel like at some point, like things have just ran their course with the guys you have now. I mean, some of those guys have been in so long.
0: Like if. If eligibility wasn't a thing, like if if playing college basketball wasn't tied to going to college and you could literally just go to college and whenever you're done playing college basketball and you want to go to try the NBA or try overseas, mm. you just left. Like basically you could just keep a guy's – like if it was like a semi – it was like minor league baseball. No, is. that's
2: what I was going to say. Like if you – if these guys all had their contract up. And you're looking at this as a profi- – because yeah. it, it's hard, too, because because they're college athletes, and for me at least it's my alma mater, so I, there's like an emotional attachment of like, you know what, that's a Tennessee guy. Right. But if you're looking at this from a – just just X's and O's, basketball and performance, right? That's the only thing that matters. You're the GM of yeah. Tennessee basketball. Yeah. Are you re-signing Uros Plavzic? No. Are you re-signing – just one year deal. We're doing one year deals here. Okay. Are you re-signing Olivier Cumma? No, probably not. See, I think I am re-signing Cumma. It
0: depends. It depends on who I- who the free agent targets are. I mean, I play a little video game on my phone that, like, you know, with soccer players, and it's like, okay, in the transfer window, I can get this guy. Okay. So I'm just going to go ahead and sell this guy off, you know, because sure. I'm going to upgrade here. But if there's nobody there, then I might just keep the first guy.
2: Well, I don't want to get into, like, salary cap and price and all that.
0: All right, yeah, but, I mean, it's just a one-for-one. One. Like, is there a better guy out there? That's what Matthew's asking. Yeah, but me, is, I, is, I, Can I, we identify the right guy, even if we think he's better?
2: I, yeah, and that's what makes this weird. It's like, just because you get rid of Urosh does not mean you're getting a better post player. But, it means you have to identify try to find and recruit that but, guy. Right? Mike's off.
3: You're bringing in a seven-footer in Estrella.
2: So it might—yeah, so it might but say, like— he, But is he going to play the five?
3: And a six foot nine guy and Cade Phillips. So,
0: But you might say, okay, we have enough height over here. We can add a guard for your as a spot. Sure. And and still have the size we need oh, not... to defend or whatever. Again. So, like, Is roster it, management. They, yeah. They, they,
2: people are going to be like, why do you guys want to no, get just, rid of it? Just treat wh- it like we're it's not, a video game. We're, we're not getting rid of anybody. It's not an actual person. It's ultimately up to him or and, they, they, and yeah, yeah, not us. We're just having a conversation. Too. All right. All right. Okay. Uh, one year contract. Josiah Jordan James. Are you re signing Josiah Jordan James to a one year contract?
0: If he's a hundred percent committed, isn't
2: that weird? Yes. That's where I went too. Yes, and I think we'd all say yes to Vescopy. Yes, but the that the, was a weird hesitation. Are you not sure? No, I'd, I'd say yes. Is
3: there a limit limited how many guys you can have on your roster?
2: Scholarships, With
4: the scholarships. super
3: scholarships. I mean, because you're gonna have to lose people. Because I mean, you got Jefferson coming off his red shirt. You got DeLeon... On the roster. Well, redshirt's still a scholarship. I
4: think you have enough coming in for next year that you wouldn't even have to really add anybody. You could scrap guys, maybe add a couple, but, you know, like if if you were looking at this as an NBA franchise, you know, like Freddie DeLeon, a guy funny. you kind of expect to be like a star scorer. You got. Do
2: a, we expect that, or people just say that?
4: Back? Well, I mean, th- that's what he does. He is a score first guard. Now, two years under Rick Barnes, he'll probably average nine okay, points a game. Okay, okay. We but, don't
2: need. Come on.
4: And then you also have JP Estrella, a big who can stretch the floor. You got Cameron Carr coming in. You got Jefferson, who looks like an athletic freak. If, if this was an NBA franchise and we are doing what we are doing, the GM is going to scrap the hell out of the lineup of scrubs that you have, and they're going to build with these new guys.
2: Look, I know we're playing a game here, but can we not call them Scrubs scrubs really. Okay, so,
0: so here's the new guys just the whole list so okay. freddie on already on the roster dj jefferson already on the roster um am i missing anybody else i think that's it right in terms of scholarship dudes that are already on the roster and then you've got estrella Carr and phillips coming in so there's five new guys next year
3: Yep.
0: right yeah yeah so i mean with that Assumption, like you could just lose five guys and you have the same numbers. Mm. But to Brett, I think what Brett's asking is, does the super senior COVID guy count the same on no. the scholarship? I don't limit? think they
2: count. I don't think it counts against you.
0: So you could literally have five extra dudes if you wanted to. So that would be what Kamwa, Triple J, vescovy and Plovic? That's four. So we could have four extra guys. And I don't know about Key. I don't know what his deal is. I can't. I don't really care to go back and look. I mean, it. it so at a minimum, you could just lose one, two, three, four, five seniors, right? Plovsic, well, and you Key, Vescevi, too, right? James might, and Kamala.
3: He might test the waters or something.
0: Well, yeah, and then any player on your team might transfer.
3: Yeah,
0: and sure. and you like it, it used to be it used to be like if your guy was getting playing time, he wasn't going to transfer. Why would he transfer? He'd have to sit out. But now with NIL. And one-time mm-hmm. transfers. Even a guy that's kind of a star might transfer if he's yeah. just not happy or can go make a million dollars at some other school or something. So you kind of have to always wonder about that. So you got five guys coming in. Who all are you losing? Like, like that's I mean, the none stuff.
3: None of them are pro, right?
0: <laughs> no, that's the stuff where you'd have to ask yourself too. Like, is is. Is BJ, we're just going to, like, maybe they don't even want him next year. Maybe they're like, yeah, this guy's a bust. We never should have taken him. Mm. Let's have a good conversation and talk to uh, our boy down at George Mason and see if he wants him. See if we can facilitate it, help him go somewhere. To the G League. Talk to other coaches or whatever. Yeah, like, he's moving down, so that's one spot. You know, Plovsic, he's run his course. We don't, you know, whatever.
3: Could be a lot of roster turnover, that's for sure.
0: You know, maybe Key can't play anymore anyway maybe that's an automatic yeah that could be he's he's done with eligibility i don't know it's an interesting
4: i mean that that's
3: then what do you do in the transfer do you portal because you got all these guys coming in you got all these question marks still on your roster. have you
4: seen the list of every portal we've ever had with rick barnes every no. portal commit so you got lou evans bust yeah. here the best one in my opinion james daniel he served his role perfectly on the team he was on still uh underperformed based on expectations mm-hmm. ej Anasicki. Yeah, man. couldn't
2: jump over a credit card, man. dude. It's funny. I remember watching. Where, he's where a poor it, where, man's Toby. He, yeah. Where did he come from? <laughs> he uh, Sacred Heart, right? Ah, and yeah. I remember watching he his...
0: Charles Barkley in that
2: conference. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I was like, this guy's gonna be good, and he literally could not get off the he floor. He looked like Shebue
0: when he played against conference uh, opponents at Sacred Heart. He's like, oh, he's a little undersized, but man, he's so wide. Look at him use his body so well. Euros Blavitch. Then he got here and looked terrified. Mm-hmm. Victor Bailey, you got Powell, obviously. Wait, Bailey was a transfer and then transferred out. Yeah,
2: yeah, he got him from Oregon. Remember? And then,
0: was he? He wasn't good at Oregon, though, right? Uh, I don't
2: think he, he played think much. He did, did he get hurt? Yeah, I, think I think he was hurt. So. Yeah, but his like, if you looked at his like points per minute and games played, he's pretty good.
4: I had a I had a buddy who was a who was a team manager the year uh, the year Victor Bailey had the red shirt, and he was like, dude, I'm telling you, he's the best player on the team.
2: Why does that always? Ha- what is what we? Because there's no pressure. Every year. There's no pressure every, in practice.
0: They can't get taken out in practice.
2: Every uh, year. Did. It's like, oh, man, in the scrimmages. Who, who was the kid with the big shoes?
4: <laughs> Jalen Johnson? Yes.
2: <laughs> the big shoes. I just said that because he, when he would get out there, I'm like, God, oh he's, his shoes are too big. Because like,
4: he was so skinny, too. It just, and every time he'd so... run,
2: he'd like trip and fall. I'm I, like, I think this guy's wearing shoes that are too big. But every, every comment you heard is like, oh, you should see him. What? Was it Josiah? He said, that guy's the best player in the country. <laughs> it's like he lights us up for 40 in scrimmages. Then he gets in the game and it's like, uh, uh. Can we run our scout team offense?
0: I guess that's the other team's offenses, right? Can we run someone else's offense? Whatever <laughs> practicing them for scout team when these guys light us up for 40 in the real game?
4: How about this possibility for next year since we're talking roster turnover? Yuri Collins still has one more year of eligibility left. That'd be funny if if he hits the portal again. Maybe you don't tamper a little bit this time, and you go after him. Maybe he finally ends up here after all. He's the missing piece. Eleven points, ten assists a game this year. Hmm. Uh,
3: Anisiky went to Cal State Fullerton after mm-hmm. he left us. He averaged seventeen and nine. <laughs> On 51 Get out of town. Shooting, he started 32 out of 32 games. Oh, dude, he he was
4: their <laughs> featured player last year in the NCAA tournament that he, they were hopping up. His
3: last year was 21-22 was the season. So that was last year, I guess.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He averaged 17 points.
3: 17 and – or 16 – sorry, 16 and 8. 16 and 8. 52% shooting.
4: <laughs> yeah, they uh they played Duke in the tournament last year. Yeah. And E.J. Inosiki. He was 10 and 10. Yeah, 10 points, 10 rebounds (laughs) against Duke in the tournament. (laughs) That's funny. Five of those rebounds were offensive rebounds.
3: Big West Newcomer of the Year.
0: A yes about Freddie DeLeon. Because I feel like we just go to the next guy. Maybe the next guy will be a great scorer. Maybe the next guy. (laughs) DeLeon is in the midst of evolving from a volume-scoring wing into a more legitimate big guard. At six foot five, with a naturally strong and almost fully mature frame, he has the size and strength to play and ultimately defend all three perimeter positions. His best individual offense typically comes either in the open floor or when coming off ball screens, where he can get downhill and utilize his size and strength to create mismatches and make plays. So I feel like I would say that same sentence about Julian Phillips, but we don't get him in those spots, and so he doesn't score. There are no glaring mechanical deficiencies in his shot, but he has historically been a streaky shooter, typically in correlation to his overall shot selection, as he can have stretches where he hunts his looks and settles for contested ones. This summer, though, his game went to a new level as he became a more willing passer, utilized his size to see over top of defenses, and proved his ability to make good reads when he was willing. DeLeon is older for his grade and close to maxed out physically, but his best upside is tied to becoming a perimeter or sorry, a primary ball handler on a full-time basis, where his size becomes that much more of an asset. That continued transition will rely both on his mentality and also his ability to take care of the ball, as he has a very high turnover rate. He also needs uh, to show a more consistent approach on the defensive end of the floor. We'll, we'll coach that into him, don't you worry, or, <laughs> or he won't play. So, anyway, six-four combo guard. That's what they're projecting. So, I, I mean, I don't read elite scorer from that. Well, that's th- – but but
2: that that's what you – and this is true of, like, every backup quarterback ever, every guy who doesn't play enough in your mind. Like, oh, he but he would be the best. And I'm just – I think at this point I'm done with the guy who's on the bench being the next, the next great scorer at Tennessee. Mm-hmm. I'm just – that's just where I'm at. Now, if he does it, great, and I'll buy in, but I feel like we're – as all fan bases, you overhype the guy who isn't playing when the on-field, court, whatever product is struggling. Well, this guy would help us. And I just don't know that that's necessarily true.
0: Uh, Freddie DeLeon graded out as a .9845 uh, recruit, four mm-hmm. stars. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a little worse than Jonas Adu, And a little better. Just a smidge better than B.J. Edwards. Mm, okay. So that... That's where the fear comes because neither one of those guys are go-to players. Like we, dra- we, we recruit guys that are rated as a go-to player, and they come here and they're not. Mm-hmm. But the collection of all our guys this year, again, still, I think even they're at, at, at playing average basketball, they're still at the top 20 team when they play their average game. So Rick Barnes does do a good job of taking everyone and holding them to a high standard and giving them to play well. But now we mm. want more, right? Now he's yes. raised the expectation for Tennessee basketball, and that's why you get the divided fan base because they're comparing it to previous coaches here. We're comparing it to these stars we see on the players. Like, hey, if this guy went somewhere else, he might be a star. Like, why isn't he one here? Mm-hmm. Josiah Jordan James was like point nine nine one three. I mean, that's off the charts. From a recruiting ranking. And we just said if we didn't know that, we'd say he's a good role player. Mm -hmm. That's frustrating. BJ Edwards should be an instant starter, and he is running scout team. Jonas Adu. But running it well. Jonas Adu should be a a major contributor his sophomore year here. He's just a guy off the bench. He's an average role player, I would say. Mm -hmm. Who can show flashes of greatness, though. Julian Phillips. Great is .9945. Julian Phillips should be an elite player immediately, and he's been a good role player. Phillips good should be averaging player. about
4: 12-5 this year, 13 So maybe,
0: I mean, maybe that's the thing with Barnes. He's good at, at, at taking developmental guys and getting them to a competent level, but he's struggling taking the guys that have elite traits, at least as a high schooler, and getting them to be elite in college. Mm. At least that's the way it's been here the and last I, few I, years. I just
4: don't think the elite high school prospects, I don't think the way they play translates over well to a hard nosed coach like Rick Barnes. You know, I think like like he does great with like the four star three stars who had to bust their tail off to get to where they were in their career. But the guys like Kenny Chandler, Julian Phillips, Keon Johnson, Jaden Springer, elite talent have always been the best. Just they come in here and I I just don't think it's a good mesh. I, I don't it's I think that's part of it. I think the other part is we've We've
0: recruited more of those guys that are that are better physically than they are skill wise like Kenny Chandler had more skill he was a much better offensive player than triple J's ever gonna be I mean triple J's big question mark was can this guy actually score in college and we knew that when he came so we kind of recruited the wrong type of guy if we wanted to, to get a score there and then also I think I think I, I don't disagree with what you're saying I think it's a both thing uh, we'll come back with more we we'll get uh, final phone calls. Next, we will to weigh in, last chance, 865-546-8200. <laughs> Welcome back, Friday edition of 3 and Out. If you missed any portion of the program, check out the podcast. Uh, Last couple phone calls here as we uh, get to our picks next segment. Uh, We go first to Roberto. What's up, Roberto? You're on 3 and Out.
5: Morning, gents. Morning, man. Uh, Wow. In a host of great segments you've ever done, I have to say that I think the last one you just did might be the best.
0: (sighs) I thought you were going to say the cat segment. (laughs) hour one but i'll take it that. yeah uh, good luck cinnamon
2: wherever you are check out the some, podcast
0: uh, berto
5: i will berto was up with some uh scared kiddos at the house wow. last night for I don't know, six hours almost um so i slept in uh guys is i'm gonna summate what i heard you saying okay so sometimes your pastor you'll go up and you'll say Man, you said this, and it was really impactful. And they're sitting there going, "That's not what I said at all." But here's <laughs> what I heard you guys say: Okay, um, Mark Richt, Barnes. That's how I took what you just uh-huh. said. Mm. Mm. Um, yeah, talent's coming. And then,
0: high floor. Sorry, no high floor. Got talent, no mm-hmm. ceiling.
5: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because why? He refuses to change offensively, this Rick Barnes and, and really Mark Rick refused to change overall, so it was kind of the same thing. Um, is our best offense injured players at this point? What do you what do you mean by that? The other day we had we had to go small in a game, right? We were forced to. Rick Barnes seems to, every time he's forced to do something, he just does it eventually through his stubbornness, and we always have success with it. It happened last year, and it happened this year. And yet this year, instead of what happened last year, which was that essentially became his final five-minute lineup, he refuses this year to go back to something that was exceedingly successful in a game. So oh. do we just need to have more players get hurt? I mean, I don't. <laughs> he,
0: they, they, they did try against Texas a to run some of the same stuff that worked better in the second half against Kentucky. And you know, the I assume you're talking more about personnel against Alabama, right?
5: Like guys... uh, Alabama, and then um, uh, the the one. Uh, oh golly, the Missouri game. We went small. Yeah, and we made a huge comeback. Had a
0: better second.
5: Half. Uh, and again, Missouri and Texas A and M, we're all adults here. They're different teams. Yeah, uh, but at the same time, it begs a question. At this point, offense for defense. Like, here's the deal. I said it a million times. I would rather be really good on defense and win than really good offense on and than really good on offense and lose. But at times when you're trailing. Maybe you just need to be good on offense because mm-hmm. clearly your defense isn't working. I'm not a rocket surgeon, for sure. I'm not even smart, but I can see that. Uh, I, I just don't
2: understand. It, it
5: has the game passed him by to the point he's too stubborn?
2: I definitely think it's stubborn, and I think part of the issue is that it has given him a lot of success, especially early in the season. He, he A lot of good things have happened. But then... Everybody
5: hasn't seen you all year
2: off. Oh, no, I agree. I agree. But I'm just saying, yes, I think he's stubborn, and I think the early success in seasons leads to, no, 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 we're just in a funk. We're going to snap out of it. It's going to fix itself. They're just not playing the same way. And it's like, no, I think the problem is they're playing the exact same way. And teams know what you're doing.
5: That's right. We've regressed or stayed the same. We haven't progressed offensively. Right, right. I agree with that. Uh, lastly, guys, um, again, I hate being this guy, uh, but I'm also, one of my trades is is like, I, I actually am a historian. Like, I'm a degreed historian, right? So I look back past predicts future, right? 2008, 2009, and 2010, Rick Barnes' teams did exactly what's happening here. Exactly. That's all you have to say. And that was in his, how many years had he been there now? then, like 8, 10 at mm-hmm. that point? Mm-hmm. Is that about right?
0: Yeah, it's close, if it's not mm-hmm. exact. How many
5: years have he been here now? Getting there. 7, 8?
0: Yeah. Interesting.
5: Guys, I really do hope you have a great weekend, and, and it's a hell of a show today. I've really enjoyed it. Thank you.
0: Thanks for the call. Uh, from Roberto, we go to Jay next. What's up, Jay? You're on 3 now, Hello,
1: Fellas, good morning. Good morning, Hi. bud. Hey, uh. Y'all were talking about the, the kind of the big time players that come here and and, and stuff last segment. When I uh when I first saw B J Edwards play, I, I looked over to my buddy and said, What what's wrong with this kid? And what I meant by that was B J looks it's to me it's either two things. It's either he is not capable of playing at this level and it's just he was severely overrated. Uh, or two, he is, it's like paralysis by analysis with him. I mean, he looks so timid and so scared and just, just his movements don't look natural. I mean, mm-hmm. something something's not right with that kid. If he really is this five-star kind of player, I mean, do y'all see that? He just, he doesn't, it doesn't look natural to him. He doesn't look like he's playing. He looks like he's constantly thinking or overthinking. We
0: we joke about Davy Hudson playing linebacker for the football team and what he would grade out at back in the, you know, mm-hmm. back when we were bad mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Other than just looking like a basketball player, when BJ Edwards is out there, it looks like we've just taken some regular dude and mm-hmm. put him on the court. A guy that yeah, exactly. can dribble and pass, but like somebody that does not think they belong playing division one college basketball.
1: It, exactly. It's exactly what he looks like.
4: He looks like we stuck a walk on out there right Exactly. And it, that, that's exactly what it looks like he can go through the motions but he can't compete
0: but will you say when you watch what did you mean when you watched him as a high schooler
4: Jay, was he like
1: that uh no and and look i i, I played I, I played high school and college ball you can get that way where you could i i've been there myself you 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 will overthink everything if you're really nervous if you don't want to make a mistake and it'll cause you to play like crap i mean i you know I remember when uh, I was going to a local pick, uh, pickup game for this one college and I played terrible and I was so afraid of making a mistake and I didn't want to, you know, I wanted to impress the coaches, but I didn't want to do anything bad. And I left that gym thinking, what in the heck just happened? Like, what did I just do? And you, so you can't get that way. I don't know if, if Barnes is just on, you know, Barnes is, can be a hard coach, you know, and. I don't know if he is just so afraid of not screwing up because he's finally got in, but it's it's either that or it's he is just way too scared. I I actually have played uh, I played a pickup game when BJ was in at high school, a senior in high school, and uh, I mean he he can play. I mean I, I saw him play against uh, uh,
4: some some
1: pretty high level guys. I mean that kid that in high school that kid
4: could play. Yeah, the and, the IMG uh, game was, I mean, you had guys, five stars, top 10, top 20 players in the country, and if you'd asked me, who's the, the highest-ranked recruit between these two teams, mm-hmm. I'd have said it's B.J. Edwards.
1: Well, and, I, you know, our, our buddy Philly, he gets on here. I think Philly watches a lot of high school basketball, but uh, Philly said he thought he was better than Kennedy Chandler yep. in high school. Yeah. I mean, th- where is that at? I mean, this kid looks like a deer in headlights. And it's either it's either he is just he ain't made for SEC basketball or something with Rick Barnes and this system it ain't it ain't clicking. It's one of the two, you know, because he does physically look impressive on the court. I mean, he does look like a
2: no, he looks like yeah, looks looks like like a player, yeah,
1: yeah. He looks he looks like a big athletic point guard, but when when he starts moving, I'm like, what is this? And I, I just wonder what's going on with him. Is it Barnes coaching him too hard? Because if you remember, look, who was who's the white kid that played for us last year? Powell. Justin. Is it
2: Justin Powell, yeah. I
1: mean, Justin, I don't know if – I mean, Justin, when he came here, was predicted as an NBA player, Uh possible NBA guy. Now, look, he's at Washington State, but he's still in the Pac-12. I mean, I think that kid's shooting like 48% from three-point land. Where was that at?
0: When he was here, no, I mean, there's something. I mean, how he there, go? To... There, there's definitely something going on. I mean, it's, it's not. It's not just. Oh, we we always pick the wrong guy. It's not. No, a, yeah. It's 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 a it's a both thing. Like Josiah was overrated as an offensive player, and he hasn't developed. Some of these other guys, you know, you, you've, you sometimes you just pick the wrong guy, and then there's. De- I mean, Victor Bailey's the same way, Jay. I mean, he's he's yeah. he's fifteenth in the country shooting the three you know with with plenty of attempts it's not a sample size thing
4: um and he's where is he at now? He's Nate? At, he's at George Mason with uh what's, what's Kim English Kim English wow. and Devontae Gaines Wow. That's another kid
1: I thought could have been pretty good was Devontae Gaines. I thought he had potential. Big ticket I don't know fellas. I, I think like y'all said we can't be that unlucky every player we get overrated. It just can't be that.
0: I mean Julian Phillips is is I mean, I know he's been hurt lately, but he wasn't doing anything on offense that yeah, would tell you yeah. he was a five-star, you know, elite player. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, no. he was ranked that way. Uh, you know, last year's class was ninth in the country. I mean, he yeah. had the ninth best class in the country. And Julian Phillips was a point nine nine, you know, four five dude. He was the headliner of that that class. I mean, he was the supposedly the fifteenth best player in the whole country. And well, you know, he's not even, you know, he's just a role player.
1: Well, you know, guys, I think sometimes with these analytic coaches like Nate Oates, where it's or even Bruce now, Bruce does it. Where it's a three or a layup, they're playing fast, they're playing up tempo. They they play a little looser. They're just it's like let it fly, get the three up. It's you know we know we're going to miss some, uh, but we're also going to make some too. And I think maybe sometimes when you just have that kind of mindset. Uh, maybe it allows the kids to play a little looser. I don't know if it's Barnes emphasizing so much on defense. Hell, I don't know what it is, but it's something. But yeah. that that B.J. Edwards kid, he is not the same player in high school as right now. He looks mm-hmm. completely timid. I'm going to get off here, guys. Thanks for the call. Uh,
0: I mean, Julian Phillips' right up as a recruit is that he's projected to be a first-round NBA player.
2: I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I mean, it's just mm. uh, Justin Powell shooting forty-one. No, excuse me, forty. Yeah, forty-one point six percent from three this year at Washington State. He's playing thirty-four minutes a game.
0: How many attempts does he have in the season?
2: Uh, One hundred and sixty-one. Plenty. I, I just
0: – and again, though, I mean, as a collective unit, this team is a pretty good basketball team. Yeah. But on the offensive side, it, it's just – it's cra- their metrics are insane. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're uh, – with the – you know, the Kimpom now for the season, they're still the, the top-ranked defense team. They're 73rd on offense. So – uh, we're 281st in 3 point percentage now um, our attempts
2: oh man
0: our attempts from 3 compared to our made field goals is 5th in the country so we are we are jacking threes compared to how many shots we make more than all but four teams in the country so, our three, I think what's happened from when we played better early in the season is our three-point percentage keeps going down. Mm-hmm. But we're still, you know, I mean, that that's still the shot that we get the best and the cleanest. And, I mean, even when we played pretty well against A&M, like that we were hitting threes, that's how we were scoring. Like we don't have guys that
2: – Finish at the rim.
0: Well, and without Phillips and, and Josiah, I mean, you're, you're definitely – you're losing even more ability to finish at the rim. Mm-hmm. I mean, even those guys are crashing the boards and getting easy stick back here. Right, uh, right, uh, right. transition bucket there. Um, but we don't, you know, we have never really emphasized that either. So now 250th in effective field goal percentage. I mean, it's insane to be 250th in field goal percentage and be, you know, ranked at least in the Kempom rankings at six in the country or even 11th, whatever we are in the polls. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, that's just nuts. So it is a very, it's a very strange team. They're not bad. They're just bad at some things. And very good at others, and so it leaves you in this weird spot, and maybe the worst thing is the free throw rate you're hundred and eighty fifth
2: terrible yeah
0: because you don't you don't attack i don't know it's it's a it's a soft offensive team. I don't mean that in terms of like the kids' personalities or whatever. I just mean we we play a finesse offense mm-hmm. which is – that's the weirdest part too because we're very physical defensive team
2: especially yeah when the refs let us yeah you know
0: i feel like we're a very physical team overall but the style of offense we play like we're very physical in setting screens and doing some of the offensive things yeah but we're very finesse in terms of how we try and score you know score with the basketball it's kind of fascinating we'll do our uh, picks next <laughs> wrap up the show get you set for the weekend stick with us right here on
5: three and out
6: You're listening to 3&Out WKGN Fan Run Radio. Does your business need storage space? Do you need someone to safely deliver your product to you or your customers? With almost 40 years in the industry, East 10 Warehouse and Distribution is the preferred source for third-party logistics. Our solutions include warehousing, inventory management, order fulfillment, pick-and-pack services, and cross-dock services. Contact East 10 Warehouse and Distribution at 865-521-6143 or visit them online at east10warehouse.com.
0: Your pet is an important part of your family, and when he or she is ill, you want the best medical care available. The vets and staff at Admiral Vet are ready to provide your pet with cutting-edge veterinary medical care. From wellness exams and vaccines to advanced diagnostics and complex surgical procedures, your dog, cat, or ferret will receive high-quality care at Admiral Vet. Located at 204 North Watt Road, give them a call, 865-675-1833. That's Admiral Vet and online at AdmiralVet.com.
6: Matlock Tire, East Tennessee's number one tire service and auto repair shop since 1953. MATLOCK means auto service you can trust. At MATLOCK, they don't just do tires, they also do oil changes, brake repair, wheel alignments, and more. Visit one of their five locations in Farragut, Mirable, Lenore City, Athens, and Harding Valley. You can schedule your service online today at matlocktireservice.com. Modern convenience, hometown service, MATLOCK Tire Service and Auto Repair. Hmm, home loan or a home equity line of credit? At Knoxville TBA Employees Credit Union, Our loan officers will help you get through the entire home buying process, as well as help you pick the right type of real estate loan at the best rate for you. Home loan or a HELOC? You don't have to decide on your own. Let Knoxville TVA Employees Credit Union help. Learn more at TVACreditUnion.com. Join us. Join us now. Equal housing opportunity lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Some restrictions may apply. Does your business need storage space? Do you need someone to safely deliver your product to you or your customers? With almost
3: Wish that I was on old Rocky Top down in the Tennessee hills.
1: Ain't no smoke on Rocky Top. Ain't no telephone bills.
0: Once I had a girl. You know, ever since people complained about Tennessee's band playing Rocky Top right at the end of that Missouri game, now I just notice it every time. Like that women's game into last night, boom! I'm like, which I knew they do that. I mean, I don't. know. I mean, you know, my dad used to be a band director, high school band director way back in the day, and that's even at football games. That's just what you do. Yep, you lose the game, you play the fight zone. So doesn't matter if you're, you know, it's just what you do. Um, but now I kind of notice. I do think Tennessee will uh, will get a W tomorrow. I think they're going to bounce back. I don't know if it's going to be a 19 point win like Kempom thinks. Uh, sounds like we might have some reinforcements, you know, coming in from the, what's happened the last few games. I wonder if – I'm sure Rick Barnes has gone one of two ways. He's he's either tried to lighten the mood after this two-game losing streak mm-hmm. and four out of five and five out of seven, or he's just put down the ultimatum like, hey, like you guys know you're better than that. I'm just, and, 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 and I would guess that probably either way is going to work tomorrow, I would think, because, I mean, they're not very good. I don't know uh we'll, we'll mention baseball as well but uh for the basketball score i've got tennessee 72 south carolina 61.
2: This is really close to mine
4: what do you think hickman uh man tennessee 78 south carolina 70. no oh, so you think we'll score more but allow a little more
3: that's usually yeah. what we do yeah Uh, I'll go Tennessee sixty six uh, and South Carolina fifty seven. Oh, what?
2: I had seventy to sixty. I was thinking about it this morning.
0: I think I would rather it be a little closer, but be high scoring. As long as we win, obviously, or then be a bigger margin and super low scoring because I think it would just drive me crazy. Sixty to thirty eight. I mean, if it's yeah. if it's like yeah, if it's fifty five to forty, we like <laughs> yeah, we got problems. I'd rather be, you know, eighty to seven. I would feel like a loss <laughs> than fifty five forty. But I, I mean, it'll be it like you up down like one. forty to forty
3: five at halftime. <laughs> you know, that'd
2: like, be nice. You know, like uh, what was the, what was the score in the first? Yeah,
3: what was 85-42.
0: it? 85-42. So we got we got both. We got our Yeah, 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 it too, yeah. 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 <laughs>
4: held them in the forties and scored eighty
2: five. Yeah, because we scored forty three in the first half. Right? We would have won 43. if we hadn't scored in the second half. That's yeah.
4: crazy. Don't expect much from the crowd this weekend. There. Why is that? I mean, the stretch you're coming off of right now, 500 in your last however many games it is. South Carolina mm-hmm. god awful. I did get offered free tickets last night. <laughs> <laughs> how much
3: is a ticket going right now? Uh, that's
2: a good
0: question. <laughs> it is Saturday, though. Saturday, you know. What about the crowds? At are AM is at
2: home. Ooh, I how much their tickets are. Mm. Let's see here. Look at the is old, old schedule. Comments?
0: Oh, we can run down the schedule for the weekend if we have a we second. Gonna, I've got it right here. We're going to sweep Dayton, right, in baseball? Oh, yeah. 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 Uh,
2: apparently they can't hit. Um, <laughs> Could be a problem. Have- and they're getting our starters. Yeah, we'll find out about Maui today and maybe other news. Maybe. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, Arkansas at Alabama, 2 o'clock tomorrow. Uh, I would have mentioned the first game at 1 o'clock, but it's Missouri at Georgia, so I don't really know hey, who that cares. Hey, Missouri
4: team beat us. So? I kind of like Missouri. You're going to...
2: <laughs> okay, of I like you. Dennis Gates. Yeah, he probably came from Iowa State. We get it. Uh, Texas A and M at Mississippi State, three thirty, SEC Network. Auburn at Kentucky, four o'clock, CBS.
0: All right, all right. That'll be uh, the game you can watch leading in there, Obviously, or... South
2: Carolina, Tennessee, six o'clock, SEC Network. Hey, Florida... the game
0: before us is on at three thirty, so we should be able to start on time.
2: That's a good point. Oh, they're finally doing that instead of the two hour. One. Yeah, good for them. Uh, Florida at Vanderbilt, six o'clock, ESPN two. And then who, a real doozy YouTube. at 8.30. Uh-huh. Tickets as low as $2 for this one, LSU at Ole Miss. And Ole uh, Miss
4: just <laughs> fired Kermit Davis about 20 minutes ago. So What? Yeah, did you guys not see that? No. Why uh, didn't you bring that to the show? I th- that would have been good breaking, I, I, to the breaking I, I, news I, I, I thought we'd get to it. Yeah, yeah <laughs> breaking <on the laughs> news, Kermit Davis has been fired. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, there there yeah.
2: It's not surprising news, but the timing nice. is a little...
0: Uh, other top 25 action, I'm going to go in reverse order. 10 o'clock ESPN if you want to stay up late Saturday night. St. Mary's and Gonzaga for control conference. of the West Coast Conference. Uh, St. Mary's uh, ranked 15th, Gonzaga, Gonzaga twelve. I beat
3: them by 43 last time. I think it was 108 to 65 or something. Gonzaga did? I thought so. I think that was St. Mary's only loss in conference. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. All right,
0: check that. Uh, oh. Indiana's at Purdue, 730 on Fox, Big Fox. Okay. So you might watch it. That's a big game right there. Indiana-Purdue, huge huge game, 7-30. Uh, you got – I'm not reading all these top 25, just the big ones. Texas and Baylor, top 10 matchup, 2 o'clock on ESPN. Uh, that's the only ones with uh, top 25 versus top 25. Who does
4: Iowa State play? Oklahoma. Oh, no, I it would be a get-right game for them. Didn't St. Mary's win?
3: I saw that wrong, yeah. I did. I yeah, St. Mary's yeah, beat Gonzaga yeah, last time. Yeah. yeah. That, that's and when they, they got a
0: lot of – That's when they got a lot of street cred, you know, on the rankings and stuff. Yeah, 78-70. Yeah. The Gales beat the Zags, so uh, they'll rematch it. 10 o'clock tomorrow night. We'll watch some baseball, some basketball. Break it all down for you on Monday. Hope you have a great weekend. Keep it locked in for more Fan Run Radio.